most people have no idea what they want. Mm-hmm. So for somebody to say like, oh, I want to be rich or like, what is success? Like, I don't know. What does that mean to you? Right? Like, what is that dollar value? And like getting clarity on what the goal is, um, is super important. And then once you know what the goal is, like, then you can just work backwards to figure out what you need to do today to like start that train to your goal. Um, and then just don't make bad decisions. Hey, hey, just wanted to pop in with a real quick announcement to let you know that I'm hosting a free self-love workshop for women. So if you're a woman on a self-love journey and you want help breaking through, it's basically going to be like a group coaching session. So show up, bring a friend. It's totally free. It's two days. So we'll do two separate hours, one on July 12th, one on July 13th totally live. It's going to be super, super fun. So just go to the link in our show notes to save your spot and I will see you there. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to High Vibe in It. We are very excited to chat with slash at you for you today (laughs) on the podcast. We have a really special guest and he wears many hats. He is an entrepreneur, an author, a speaker, new media host, wealth advisor, Please, everybody welcome Ken Cladoris. We are very excited to chat with him today about probably success, what success means, how to line up with our own personal success, things of this nature. Ken, say hi to the peeps. Well, hello. Thanks for having me on today. I'm excited to, uh, to talk with you. Yeah, thanks Yay. for being here. So Ken, origin story. <laughs> this is Lindsay's favorite part. <laughs> Okay. It really is. I love like getting to the root of like what makes someone tick and who they are and how they got here and what brings you to the podcast all the way today. So if you could just kind of, I mean, go as in detail as you want to. Um, but I think the listeners really like to hear your step one and how you got into what you're doing now and just kind of whatever you want to share with us on your journey up until yeah. today. <laughs> well, I'd say I never thought I would be here um, to start. So, and I say that because you know, I really wanted to focus my career on finance, mm. be a financial advisor, right? Undergraduate degree, master's degree in finance. And that was kind of what I've been doing for the last decade. Um, and then, you know, had early success and it was really just, I hit a point in my life where I was, I would say doing the same thing all the time, kind of living on repeat and uh, felt stuck at a level that most people thought was successful. And I was very comfortable at And then I hit a moment on a vacation where kind of everything kind of cleared away for me and like all my limiting beliefs and any decision I'd ever made in the past and all that kind of like washed away. And I was left feeling like I could accomplish so much more. And that started me on the journey that's led me to you here today. Wow. I got to go on one of these vacations. This sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) The rebirth vacation. Yes, exactly. I like that. I think some of my favorite conversations on the show have been with people who make a point to say, you know, on the outside, my life looked like you would expect a very successful, happy person to look, but there was something Mm -hmm. um, that just didn't really fit or something wasn't clicking to allow you to feel like the fulfillment, the joy, the Mm -hmm completeness, you know, that, that people expect you to feel when you reach a certain level of success. So can you, I mean, I don't know, can you go into like maybe how you felt and describe a little bit about like what that feels like to just not some, like something's, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but do you know what I'm trying to say? Like something's missing. Something's just not clicking for you. Yeah. Well, I would say that so pre like my vacation moment, Um, I didn't even have the awareness that something was missing. Mm. Like, I just felt like this was my life and this is how it was going to be for the remainder of time. Cause I had accomplished the goals that I'd laid out for myself, you know, it was, you know, like I said, having a lot of fun and enjoying life, but like something while I didn't feel it was missing, I just felt like it was the same thing over and over. Yes. Redundant repetition. Yeah. 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 And then there was like, no way. I mean, I knew the trajectory going forward. 
And I was like, okay, yeah, this is like the milestones I'll hit. And like, I don't know, just in the moment it felt fine. But looking back, I was like, wow, I was really stuck and just not in a good place. So like what I'm seeing in my mind is like, you climb the mountain, you get to the top and the view is crap. <laughs> or the view is like, meh. <laughs> so, so then you're like, but wait a minute, I did all of this. I did the work. The view is supposed to be great. What's going on here? I guess this is just the view. And so many people go through, you know, spend years, maybe lifetimes just in the space of like, I guess this is my life and don't really think to or or give themselves permission to maybe think yeah. outside of like what they're doing um and ask those questions of like but what if it could feel different right <laughs> you know? exactly and you know i think that it takes for me i was like i kept myself so busy that i never had time to really think about anything else yeah right or reflect on anything and you know even get myself out of my comfort zone and while I was busy and felt like I was accomplishing things and doing everything I was supposed to, really, I was just busy. Mm. Just so, amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> I know we there's a lot a of busy bees out yeah. there listening to this who can relate like, oh, yeah. maybe it would be beneficial so, to slow down, take a little break here and there. Yeah. So how, how when was the turning point for you? Did you mention mm. like what, what year was that? So that was in 2017. Ah. Oh, sorry. Bad math. Um, this is COVID years, right? I did uh, that already. <laughs> yep, yep. Before the show, we were all I was into like the thinking bad math. seven years. Uh, it was 2015. Uh huh. Got it. Yeah. And you and so what did you do? What what was I guess? What's a good question? What was your first step to be able to maybe venture into that idea that maybe it could feel different? Yeah. Well, I'd say that you know everybody has a vacation. They enjoy it, right? And then they go home, and like real life is waiting for you. <laughs> God. Yeah. And so real life was waiting for me when I got home and I still had all my obligations and business and everything else. So it was really a, like a slow process of just trying to figure out what was the thing that was going to work. Yeah. And so I, you know, just jumped into just a lot of reading on personal development, spirituality, sales coaching. Like if you name it, I probably did it. Mm -hmm. um, and I spent years just trying to figure out what was going to work the best for me and really get me back to that place of just abundance and clarity. Yeah. So now that you're in that place of more personal clarity and like yeah. your passions and what works for you and what lights you up, what would you say your present day definition of success is? And maybe how does that differ from your old definition of success? Because I'm sure when you were in school studying finance, you were probably fed a lot of narratives of like what success is, how it's supposed to look. And then maybe you did that and then you're like, maybe that's not all it is for me. So now what would you say your definition of success is yeah i mean while there's like a lot of layers to success at the end of the day it's really being able to live your life in the fashion and the freedoms that you feel are you know appropriate for you so you know there's so many people that again feel stuck or struggle or just never feel like they're going to get out of like the pit that they're in and once you climb to the top and you kind of get out of it you're like okay from here what do i want to do what do i want my life to look like and then having the ability to actually move forward on those, that's success. Yes, I like that. So for you personally, what are some of those elements that light you up and feel like, oh, I'm doing my thing? Um, again, so many. I just got back from a vacation that was like next level. Um, nice. I met some incredible people. <laughs> no, the vacations really aren't like that anymore. That's more of like, I would almost call it like a mastermind. But just cool. being around people that are really inspiring to me, like they're, a, I put myself in situations where the people around me are out of my comfort zone. Uh -huh. um, that way it makes me, you know, push harder. Um, but I still get to have a lot of fun. And so, I mean, that's for me, again, doing this kind of stuff, helping my clients with their real estate, doing the wealth management, and then just seeing the impact that, you know, just a few tools can have on a person's life. And then watch them go out and make, make a change is, is another def definition of success for me. Yes. Can we touch on tools for a moment? Because I feel like in the self-development, self-empowerment community, there's some teachers who think they're so enlightened that they kind of like poop on tools and they're like, oh, tools are just for you know, like when you're in the beginning stage or like when you're enlightened, you don't need tools anymore. And I'm just like, 
tools are so helpful. I think personally tools are so helpful and like not everyone's going to get enlightened right away or even in this lifetime. So until then, I think it's really beneficial to have tools and it sounds like you do too. Yeah. Well, I've never met in a truly enlightened person. So um, unless that person's (laughs) walking on water or something, like they might want to check their ego and go back. We've mentioned this before, like when you are that enlightened where you're not interested in having like a human experience anymore, like wouldn't you just be dead then at that point? Like when aren't you done? You're done, right? Like, I don't think I'm ever good. I hope I never get to a point where I'm like too good for tools. (laughs) Like I want to be able to use the new thing. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, we were just talking about that. Like- enlightened schmightened whatever right yeah, exactly and, and this just like i mean i guess it's just another form of like the ego disguising itself as like spirituality right but i was yeah. i did like this pre-interview with this guy and i was going to be on his show and i was like yeah these are some of the ways that i help people and you know blah 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 and he was like well we just don't really talk about tools on this show anymore we're just like way past that And that's not really that interesting. And like, that's not really like, that's not it anymore. That's like the old way. And I was like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? I was like, clearly I don't want to be on a show. It doesn't feel aligned. But um, yeah, that just stuck out to me as really bizarre. So I'm glad that you brought it here today that like, yeah, I use tools. I help my clients with tools. Tools are cool. I like helping out the beginners or the people that are like level one and two and three. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like standing at the finish line and being like, oh, I'm going to tell you how to be enlightened only here though. Like I'm not going to help anybody get Uh there. You're like, what are you doing? Right. You got to start somewhere. So speaking of tools, what are some of your personal favorites? Do you have like some daily tools? Do you have some tools to get you out of stuck points? Like what are you working with these days? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of why I created the course stillness to success was to create, you know, a process for somebody to kind of work through all the tools. Um, but I would say the foundational tool is meditation, that stillness place, um, just to create space for yourself, be able to step away from the noise and get clarity on who you are, what you want, and like what values are important to you. Um, so I guess I just listed five tools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, the, but the first one is, again, just creating that mental stillness through meditation. Yeah. Mm. And you do mention this um, uh, in the, the questionnaire before the show. And I do, I love the questions that you submitted. And I do want to talk about one of them in particular, uh, personally for you. Um, How did you find that stillness was able to help you get clarity? Like, how did that happen for you? Especially, I'm assuming you began at some point, like you were a beginner. So going into it, a lot of people are like, I can't, I just can't quiet my mind. So how are you able to do that? And what should people know if they're trying to get into just stillness to be able to get that? Yeah. Well, you have obviously finance. There's a lot of questions. Sorry. (laughs) I can answer all of them in like one short answer. I think. Good. Um, I never really understood anything about meditation prior to uh, learning how to meditate. And now that I do, and I now instruct people on how to meditate, it's funny because everybody does have that. Oh, I can't quiet my mind. I always have a thought, right? All these excuses. But I think that, you know, I share with people that, so my meditation that I teach is 20 minutes. And even for me, after you know, meditating for a long time, the first 10 minutes is really just settling down from like the busy day into the meditation. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I know that's the first 10 minutes, like I'm going to have a lot of thoughts, you know, physical things are going to be happening and it's going to be more of just calming down to that stillness. And then the last 10 minutes is where I really get the benefit. And so giving people permission to have thoughts and ideas you know, and let them know like, Hey, it's going to take a while for you to calm down your nervous system from your daily activity to a meditative state. And like, just to go with the process, I think really helps people get started. Did you know that poor sleep can cause weight gain, mood issues, poor mental health, lower productivity, and even reduced white blood cell count? which is what helps you fight against disease, viruses, bacteria, and more. Beam sleep product, Dream Powder, is their best-selling healthy hot cocoa. It tastes delicious. It puts you to sleep fast, and it helps you sleep solid for hours. And for me, I wake up super refreshed. Like, I thought I was a great sleeper before I tried this product already, and I slept with it, and I slept like a rock, and I woke up like, bing! so energized, which is very unlike me. So I highly, highly recommend this product. 
98% of people surveyed fall asleep faster when taking Beam Dream, and 99% of people experience better sleep quality. You just mix it into some hot water, some nut milk, you stir and enjoy before bedtime. They also have a new flavor, which is worth mentioning, sea salt caramel. The sea salt caramel dream powder is only available for a limited time. So be sure to grab some before it runs out at the end of the summer. And if you don't love anything by Beam, you can get your money back guaranteed for a limited time. Get 35% off when you go to shopbeam.com slash vibin and use code vibin at checkout. That's shopbeam.com slash vibin and use code vibin for up to 35% off. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Just kind of leaning into the fact that you're going to have thoughts. Like I do, I'm a hypnotherapist and people are always a lot of times like, but what if I think about stuff? I'm like, well, you're going to think of it. We're not turning your mind off. It's not happening that way. But you know, if you can allow, and I love the way you said, just allow time for it and you're, you're good. Just expect it to happen. Schedule it in. Schedule it in. The transition. Um, I love that. And practice makes better. You know, you're going to get better at it the more you practice. And I always, I also love to point out that you, your body already knows how to meditate. It just doesn't know how to do it on command yet. Uh, Because we're always going in and out of like these daydreamy trances or these moments of like, whoa, what was I just thinking about? Or how did I drive home? What's going on here? Uh, We're always doing that. Our our bodies biologically know how to do it. So when I tell people that, you know, you, you know how to do this already. We're just teaching your body to do it when you want to do it. And when you are intentional about it. So it kind of, uh, Oh, okay. Well, maybe I could just tap into this ability that I already have. It sometimes makes it easier. I know that's what helped me at first is like, Oh, I already do this. Oh, all right. I can get on board with that. (laughs) Like, it's just (laughs) like a, it's a nice way to ease in, I guess. Right. Um, I love that. I love that answer. Okay. So stillness, what is stillness for people that are just really at like square one people have never experienced it maybe (laughs) right i mean again it's just kind of not to get like too into like this craziness oh it's the gap or whatever it's really just the gap let's (laughs) see (laughs) um i just think stillness is again being able to just quiet that mental chatter so that you know like that still small voice in your head that intuition if you will like you can actually hear it and once you get into like that place where you kind of can feel that more and more throughout the day. That's when you start to, you know, experience the benefits of stillness. So for Does that you, make sense? Yes. yes. Okay. I have a personal question. So okay. for you, your intuitive hits, do you get them in the form of like thoughts or like a voice? Like, do you hear your consciousness, your higher self, your consciousness? Do you have like sensations in your body? Like, how do you receive your higher information? I would say all of the above. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd also say that sometimes more than anything, like I'll set an intention for something I'm looking for or like have this idea of like what's next. And because I'm aware of it, I will see it kind of unfold. And like my body will kind of know like the next step to take to make it happen. Mm. I like that. Using the how intuition. Do you, how do you the see it, Kels? I see pictures and like metaphors in my head always mm-hmm. when I get a download it's always like a metaphoric image like the climbing the mountain and seeing the view and it's uh, like that's what I do I just like create a metaphor and right so you're clearly out. a very visual person so like yes definitely <laughs> very visual mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's 100%. interesting for me for for sometimes I get visuals usually I get more visual when I'm tuning into like other people's stuff but for my personal downloads, they usually come in knowings that are mm-hmm. very concrete, but not always detailed. So for example, yeah. it would be like, you should write this book and this is what it's called. And I'm like, okay, but like, when should I publish it? How long <laughs> should it be? Like, should nope, I no other details. it? Should I go yeah. to my publisher? Like, what do I do now? And I think my spirit team, my higher self is just like, just do it, figure right. it out. Like, just do it. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Stop being so logical. Like, just just know yeah. you're going to do this. Yes, that's kind of how it works for me. You're like, you know, you should do this or create this. And I'm just like, okay, I think I'll, do, I'll do my best. That might be the hardest part of the human experience. One of them is just, we have like evolved to be this like 
danger avoidant, logically thinking, linear, like body, right? And then to merge that with the spiritual that's like, just allow, just be in the flow, just, you're not the same person you were yesterday. So danger doesn't exist in the same way that it, it's just, it's such a mind F to be able to try to like be both at the same time. And I think that there's a lot of grace to be had when you can just embrace that it's not the easiest thing to do. Sitting in stillness is not the easiest thing to do. It's worth it hundred percent, but it's not going to be easy necessarily for everyone to do. And, uh, I just, I think it's, they're both important, you know, being in the body and, and feeling into the body and thinking logically and needing to know the next step and the next step is important. And also it can stop you a lot of times because it doesn't match with the idea of manifesting and trying to allow the flow and be open to possibilities. Right. So Um, yeah, just a little thought. I think, I think there's a lot of allowance for anybody listening. Like, look, this is not easy stuff and it's hard every day, but it's also beautiful and it can be very, very, it can pay off in ways that you can't even think of yet. And it's definitely worth it Mm -hmm. when you get to that meditative space where you're kind of like floaty and just like breathing and it's more quiet. Yeah. Oh, that is such a place of relief. Yes. And you can just take a pause from the daily craziness and just be in your body be with your breath it's like ah so good and there's nothing you got to do right now but breathe like that is such a freeing idea there's no responsibility nothing you don't need to figure anything out you just got to be here it's very nice Right, I'm almost getting very calm myself. I, I know. Listeners, we're, we're all, all like, and I'm like, just talking about it. We're all like, about to fall asleep. <laughs> we all just kind of right. lulled. We lulled each other. <laughs> I love it. So, Ken, as a meditation teacher and advocate, what are what's like your daily meditative zone? Are you like a a visualizing person? Are you a working with the breath person? Or do you like to do guided meditation so you're not just always doing the same meditation? Like what are your favorite ways to work with it personally? Yeah. So I teach a mantra based meditation. Cool. So Mm. that's obviously just kind of just sitting and then repeating your mantra and we don't focus on anything other than the mantra, I guess. Um, So it's very simple. And then, you know, if I'm working on something specific, I'll do guided meditations around that area of life. Um, So those are the two things that I would say I do all the time. Cool. Yeah. I like those too. Have you ever used Insight Timer? That's like my favorite meditation app. I haven't. Uh, you should try it. It's fun for meditation nerds because it'll give you like your stats, like how many days in a row you've meditated. It'll show you all the other people who are meditating with the He's app. Like, the I do it every time day. you. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Like, I don't need to, I don't need to track it. I'm good. <laughs> uh, yeah, my that's bad shows one. up in real life. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you we go. like that too. I do. Can we talk about something else that you mentioned was this week that you spent in silence yes. and people tell me about this a lot and I'm half tempted because I know I, I can see the benefit of it from other people, but at the same time, I'm like, what are you talking about? So can you like explain this and just tell me how you did it and what the F yeah so you just spend a week in silence it's pretty simple (laughs) um so i would say that so i've done it every year since Mm -hmm. my first year um so it's become a annual thing for me but before i did my first year i was a lot like you i was like oh my gosh how can i leave everything for you know a week what am i gonna do what's gonna happen business like what am i gonna think about and so it's kind of overwhelming and I had a lot of anxiety going into it, actually. But, you know, once you get there, so I was with, each year is about 100 people out of there. And it's like a very long meditation, if you will. Uh, so the first year, a lot of thoughts for the first like three days of, you know, my business is going to need me, there's going to be an emergency, something's going to happen, right? And it was like, I call it like the loud lessons in silence, uh, because it was probably louder than a normal day. But once I kind of relaxed into the process, it is the most freeing experience that you could ever partake in. Like you're just so in flow with everything. Your mental chatter slows down. Any thoughts that come up, you could just obviously have to process them. So you start dealing with a lot of things you didn't even know were inside of you and clearing those and 
just getting just to be present for multiple days and not have to worry about anything is an incredible experience. Okay. So I have to ask, did you ever like accidentally say something? Cause I feel like I would just <laughs> accidentally be like, Oh, hi. <laughs> like, so, so you do, you're like walking by people. You're like, oops, sorry. I, I wasn't supposed to say anything. And then you start talking and you're like, Oh man, it's even worse. Sorry. 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 Exactly. <laughs> um, I would do that. Yeah. For the first few days I did, or like some mornings I'd wake up and like accidentally say something to myself out loud. Mm-hmm. Like, Oops. Um, but I think, I guess the best way to describe it is after the end of like the silence, I actually stayed in silence for like another 12 hours because I just wasn't ready to speak yet. So you really get comfortable in like in that space of, of silence. I, yeah, Was this a- like at a retreat or is this like you just take yourself away from society or are you doing this like in your normal life? Um, so yeah, it's a retreat and okay. I'm actually planning on starting to host them because I think they're that beneficial. Sweet. Um, but yeah, you have to, you definitely have to step away from your daily life. Cause it's just, there's too many distractions. Um, the other thing is during COVID, I tried to do it by myself. Um, and it was very difficult because like you don't have, I feel like there's like a type of energy that kind of takes over the space when there's a hundred people doing silence um, that you can kind of tap into. Whereas you're doing it by yourself, it's a little bit more difficult. Mm. Um, And I think there's just something, I don't know, inspiring about looking at other people kind of in that same space that gives each other permission to have the experience that they're going to have. That sounds very powerful. Yeah, I mean, it sounds really let awesome. me know when you do the first one. Yeah. I want to come. I'm just thinking like, I got three noisy boys. I would love a week of silence, <laughs> but at the same time, it freaks me out a little bit. It does because it, like, you don't know what, I think what freaks people out the most is like, you're going to have to sit with your thoughts, yeah. right? And sitting by yourself alone for a few minutes is hard enough, right? You're like immediately like, Ooh, what can I jump on? What can I turn on? Right. So the idea of spending multiple days just with your thought Mm-hmm. It is kind of scary. And I like that you made a point to say, like, when you're in silence for that long, your thoughts are louder. And and I've heard that from everyone that's ever done this. And I, it's not the same at all. But like, in the when I, I'm a very light sleeper. So I'll wake up at like four in the morning for no reason and just be like, okay, well, I'm awake. What can I do till I fall asleep? And I just like rapid fire, my thoughts just won't stop. And yeah. it's always louder when you're silent when you're quiet is always louder. Um, and especially I can't imagine doing that for a week. And then once you clear out the surface level stuff, then you get to the deeper stuff and then the deeper stuff and the stuff you didn't even know was there. Right. (laughs) It's not for the faint of heart, but I do think that it's definitely very powerful. And the way you describe it is very, uh, beautiful and it seems very cleansing and, um, you know, again, worth it. You know, the hard things are usually worth it. Right. And the fact that you go back every year, man, it just yeah. proves how beneficial it can be. Well, it affects every part of your life and just makes everything better, right? So people mm-hmm. ask me all the time, like, oh, what do you get out of it? And I'm like, well, what I'm going to get out of it is very different than what you get. So, right, I don't want to like lead anybody to have an experience, um, but everybody that's done it comes back and then it's like, wow, like this change, that change, these relationships got better. And, you know, it's funny enough, I was having a conversation with a, a friend and she had done a week in silence like a year ago. Um, and she was telling me all these things about her relationship and how she moved and her business was better and like all of these things. And then I was like, oh, so do you ever think that that kind of happened because of your silence? And she's like, well, I've been so busy. I never really thought about it. But looking back, yes, like that's what started this whole transition of my entire life. So, but if you describe that to me. If I decide that to you, I'm like, your whole life is going to change if you do this week. You'd be like, yeah, no way. That's crazy. Hey, Lindsay here. What if I told you you could get unlimited access to some of my best hypnotherapy, mindset hacks, and courses right at your fingertips anytime you want it? It's all inside my Align Your Mind membership. Joining AYM gets you instant access to my entire digital hypnotherapy library with topics for any desire you have plus a huge selection of bonus content, courses, trainings, and resources for deep, long-lasting transformations that I reserve for members' eyes only. Whatever you desire to embody or release, I got you covered, and there's always something new to explore and benefit from. 
your biggest desires are waiting to be achieved and the AYM membership can get you there. So to join and get more info, hit the link in the episode description and start exploring your limitless potential. I'm going to take away from this retreat pure happiness, new friends, new amazing friends, and the confidence to live my life again. My favorite part, because it's the most important part, is the healing. I don't remember a time when I was more embraced and cradled, and there was an angel in every single woman in this group for me. Every person deserves to have this experience, to have this awakening, and to feel fulfilled in their life. I could not have asked for a better six days of my life. You become a better person, you meet awesome people, you go home with a whole new tribe of soul sisters. If you're thinking about doing this, do it. There's no reason not to. This October, I'm taking a select group of women to Mexico to experience themselves in a whole new light. Not only will we be doing the healing work, creating mindset shifts, and learning self-love tools, we will also be playing on the beach, resting by the pool, and bonding together in sisterhood. If you're feeling ready for the girl's trip of a lifetime, join us. You can apply today at kelseyaida.com retreat. Space is limited, so take inspired action now. And a pro tip, you can invite a friend to save $500 each on enrollment. I'll see you in paradise. It makes sense to me because from a perspective of improving your relationship with yourself, and if we see life as everything is relationships, you're relating to work, you're relating to your partner, you're relating to your family, you're relating to whatever, your phone, social media, like if you can improve your relationship with yourself, of course, all your other relationships are going to improve because that's just the mirror, your outer world, your other relationships, the people in your life, right, are usually a reflection to some degree of the relationships that you have internally. So it makes sense to me that you spend a lot of time in silence and you find some clarity that that can definitely upgrade like every area yep. of your life. Yeah. And then if you do it every year, like anything is possible. Yes. Compound. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Compounding the stillness and the silence. I like it. So we've talked about stillness, meditation, silence, some tools that are helpful for getting in alignment, lining Tell up with your own success. Tell us how to get rich, success. Ken. Seriously, <laughs> let's just well. cut the BS. How do we get rich? That is Give not where me. I was going at all, but we can go there. <laughs> you guys pick where we go. I know it's on everyone else's mind. I'm just saying it. Okay. Yeah. Well, so what I would say to that is, so when I wrote my book, Get There, it was mostly focused on the finance side because um, it was early on in my like growth. And after a decade of, you know, being a financial advisor and having conversations with people, most people have no idea what they want. Mm -hmm. So for somebody to say like, oh, I want to be rich or like, what is success? Like, I don't know. What does that mean to you? Right? Like, what is that dollar value? And like getting clarity on what the goal is, um, is super important. And then once you know what the goal is, like, then you can just work backwards to figure out what you need to do today to like start that train to your goal. Um, and then just don't make bad decisions, right? Like if you know you're, you know, need to save some money for a down payment on a house or you want to buy a car, like you're going to have to change your spending habits to make that happen. But you have to like really be willing to do that work. And if the vision of what you want and the goal is big enough, you'll do the work to do it. But if it's not, you won't, right? And then you start just spending in random areas as opposed to like focusing on the one thing you actually want. And that for me is like without telling somebody to like, get a side hustle or start driving for Uber, like all these other things people tell people to do, like just know what you want and like start dedicating resources to that. So I think this would be a nice place to talk about the relationship between physical intention and action versus metaphysical energy attraction. So I know that there are people listening maybe who think that you know if I just wish it enough and if my energy is elevated enough 
that I don't have to do really anything. And I think that that is maybe a little bit, I don't want to discard it completely, but I do think that it's convoluted and it is not, uh, it's not being preached about in the way that I think it, it should be. Mm-hmm. I do think that a successful manifestation or attraction of any goal must have a, a relationship between physical action. <laughs> you must be willing to move, right? And also believing that it can happen and allowing it into your life. So can you speak on where you stand on that? I think I know, and I think people need to hear it. So, uh, yeah. Um, I was going to make a funny comment and be like, no, I just sit here and everything <laughs> just shows up. It just falls <laughs> um, in my lap from the sky. Yeah, I just <laughs> logged into my bank account. There was more money there because I was talking to you about it. Like, it's great. <laughs> um, no, you definitely have to do something physical, right? Like, but I also think that knowing what you want is important. Mm-hmm. And so if you can know what you want and have a clear picture of that and then take the action, like you'll naturally find more opportunities to reach your goal. You know, and I think the easiest kind of way of describing that most people get is like, right, like that new car thing where you like, you buy the new car and no one in your neighborhood had it and you bought it. And now you see one every time you like drive around and you're like, how did this happen? it's if they were always there you just didn't notice right like but if you're taking action and you know the goal now you're seeing them everywhere and the same thing could happen for your goals if you know what you want and you're taking action along the way yeah this is beautiful i i was actually going to touch on something similar and say i'm glad that you brought up the point of don't make bad decisions that are not in alignment with your goal (laughs) because Yeah. yeah a lot of people in the you know law of attraction camp of just ask and receive like people don't understand that one of your points of attraction is the decisions and choices that you make Mm -hmm. by making certain decisions and making certain choices, you become a match to certain experiences. If you make the choice to do illegal things, you're potentially a match to going to jail. Like that's your choice. That's the, that's like the timeline you can place yourself on by doing that. So same with success. Like you have to make choices and take action that are in alignment with where you want to go. It's not just going to show up when you log yeah. into your bank account. Or I always say like the love of your life is probably not just going to be like the Uber delivery guy who like drops off your food. Like you didn't even have to get off the couch. You might have to, I mean, some, you know, you go know. on some I mean, dates. You might have to go <laughs> out of your house to meet somebody like there there's are, there's going to be one person that met the love of their life on an Uber delivery. Right? They're going to write to us and be like, y'all don't know what you're talking about. I met the love of my life at, but listen, you know, and- at my front door. And I just want to like shit happens that is crazy and that is miraculous. It happens all the time. And I don't want to like mm, confuse people when I say, when we say like, you have to do the work and you have to want it and you have to know what you want because then devil's advocate. It's like, well, I thought I only had to know what I want, not how it's coming. And that is true. I do believe that's true. But if you have an action that you think might, you know, just one step in the right direction. That's what we mean when we're saying like, take action. Don't just like, I want this. Okay, where is it now? I mean, it's tempting, but you're going to be disappointed 99% of the time. So even if the action (laughs) is just taking one step in the direction of your goal, like that's what we mean. We don't mean that you have to know every single thing in order to get the goal or you would have it already. We know that. So just want to put, make that clear. <laughs> and I would say, I think that's what stops a lot of people from even starting is they think they need to know the whole yeah. how, like what's the whole process going to look like. And right. Obviously that's not how it works, right? It's step-by-step day-by-day and things just kind of grow and mm-hmm. fall into place as you take more action. Mm-hmm. I always say the how is none of your business. <laughs> You just until need, it your, is. your responsibility <laughs> is the what the how is none of your business exactly until it is until you yeah. can understand a little bit further down the path but for right now just know it and just take one step two steps if you can towards the the completion and you know that's it that's really I think it. that's really true in my experience it's like the how is revealed step by step when you're ready for the next step so it's just like go forward in the direction of where you want to go and the pathway will be revealed and like you don't need to know the whole thing right now because if you did you'd probably be really fucking overwhelmed so that's why you get little <laughs> right. bite-sized pieces right. of do this and then you we do swear this, by the way ken and then you get ready that. to do this <laughs> and then you can do this and then you're ready for this and it's that's the beauty like if yeah. you knew how to do it and you did it all in a day then you would get there and be like well what now yeah 
Yeah. Well, I guess that's kind of to our point about like, right, taking action, because everything you just described is the action part. Exactly. So, and that is how you get there and how you would, you know, get to your goals and manifest whatever you want is through the action. Yeah. yeah. And if and you like, really don't know what to do, affirmations can be a form of action or meditation can be a form of action. It's just allow the steps to happen as you're doing these little things because yeah. they will reveal themselves. <laughs> and like, why would we have bodies in a three dimensional way if we weren't meant to like use them in the physical world? Yeah. There's a reason why we incarnate into these bodies of hands and minds and feet. It's not for nothing. It's not all for good yeah. looks, okay? <laughs> Move, your <laughs> Move your feet. Move your feet, It's also people. for that, but not only for that. <laughs> oh, man. I had another question, but it escaped my mind. What was in there somewhere? Oh, I remember. What ah! would you say? <laughs> Thank you. What would you say to people who are like, okay, this all sounds great, but like, what if I don't know what I want? How do I discover? Yeah. Good question. That is a good question. And Ken, I think that, take it away. <laughs> I think most people don't know what they want. So if you feel that way, you're in, you know, good company because most <laughs> people don't know. Um, but I, again, that's why I think the stillness comes into play of really just quiet, quieting down what society says you should want, what your family says you should want, your friends say you should want, right? All that outside noise. And then shutting that down and quieting it down to the point where you can hear what you want. And then as you start to get clarity on that, it'll grow into like, again, your core values, a vision statement of who you are, what your life looks like and things like that. But it all mm -hmm. comes from stillness. So I'm hearing use stillness as a means to access like your heart's desires, like your most genuine desires. Yes. I like it. Yes. I like it's, it it's too. A, it's a secret hack. Mm -hmm. You use stillness to get everything else you want by knowing who you are. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, I think that's step one, any way you slice it. Step one is like, hey, do you know yourself? <laughs> do right. you actually know? Once you know yourself, so many blanks will be filled. So many that you didn't even know existed. And, and I never can stress enough, like ask yourself more questions and allow the answers to come. And right. I think and stillness I, is a beautiful way to do that. Yeah. And I think that to the point of like the weekend silence is like all of those questions or thoughts that you don't ever hear really start coming up and you're like wow I never knew this was a thing or this is that or like I didn't know I thought this or I didn't know that this from my childhood was still bothering like whatever it is mm. like those really deep subtle thoughts start to come up and you're like oh maybe that's why it wasn't you know attracting this or this is how I was self self-sabotaging myself like whatever it may be just naturally kind of comes to the surface for you to deal with which sounds good when you're done but it sounds kind of frightening before you do it <laughs> But Which, in the process, know, I yeah. mean, it can be uncomfortable, but I think it's not scary when you're doing it. I think it's more yeah. scary before you do it. Thinking about yeah. it. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> the anticipation is more scary. But then once you actually get in there, yeah. you can really use everything you're learning about yourself to be more empowered and to live your life more in alignment. So from that lens, it's like really exciting. And you're never going to know yourself completely. Can I just disclaim, like, we're never, we're always learning about ourselves. The second yes. I know myself, I'm like, oh, there's something new. Oh, wait, I'm different now. <laughs> it's like, right. We're ever evolving, right? Yeah. I mean, that's why I do the week of silence every year. Cause I'm just different person every year. Yeah. Um, but I had somebody I mentioned to me once. It was like, it's kind of interesting. So he's like, if you can tell me what your next thought will be, your, your second thought after the, the one you have now, like, you'll be good. And I'm like, I don't even know what my next thought's going to be like random stuff just pops in my head. Right. <laughs> so it's like, that's why you just never know what's going to happen in, in the week of silence. So cool. Keeps you on your toes. Yep. That's fun. We got to yeah. do this lens. I know. I wonder if there's like a couple silence. There must be nope. like a couple silence retreat, like not talking to it, just like going together and growing together. Uh, Cause then we could do like a foursome Kels. We could all go. <laughs> Just be quiet with each other. Sorry, no. <laughs> that sounded really funny. I know. We're just... I just realized what I said. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> she oh, heard God. it when she said it. It's okay. It's okay. Right. <laughs> so I would say that when, like, when we, the ones I've been to and when we host them in the future, like, everybody has to have their own space. Mm -hmm. so you'd have your own room. So things like that. So we could um, go together, but it would not be like a couple's thing at all. It would just be like, correct. you're by yourself. 
in it's violence. to be with yourself not to yeah. be with each other right that's my understanding exactly okay. like you need to have the safe self. space for you to go through whatever it is you're going to go through without worrying about your spouse and what they're going oh that's through a good your point friends. so that is a good point yeah you don't really you can all go together and like have the experience and then download at the end but yeah you wouldn't want to like look at your husband's eyes or spouse's eyes every day and be like, oh, I wonder what they're thinking. Yeah, like, what's he going through right yeah, now? Like, why is he crying? It, yeah, you know, that's, <laughs> he never that's, cries. <laughs> that is a good point because you want to go with strangers because yeah. you don't want to worry about what your friend or your spouse or anybody is, is thinking or going through. That's that. Thank you for clarifying that because mm-hmm. I would have probably looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> Couple silence retreat. Because my initial instinct is like, I don't want to go through this alone. But that's the point. Yeah. Well, I'm sure somebody online like has a couple's one that you'd be like, oh, this is going to be great. And then you'd go and you'd be like, I've been worried about him for a whole week. Like this wasn't really that great. Like I can do my own. Yeah. Yeah. That is a very good point. Interesting. Okay. Well, anybody, if there's a listener that has done one of these, can you like email us and tell us how your experience went? Or if you're a Patreon, just comment below the episode. Cause I really, I'm really interested. Um, in other people's experiences as well. And I've never heard a different story than yours, Ken. I've never heard a story where they're like, it was horrible. It's always just beautiful. It's always just like the perfect thing that they needed at the, at the time. Yeah. But um, it does but start yeah. horribly. It does start out really hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, from an outsider's perspective, it seems like maybe a more gentle form of like retreat medicine because you know everyone wants to go Mm -hmm. off into the jungles of costa rica and do ayahuasca or go to mexico and do peyote and do all these things where you're like throwing up and you know like having these massive purges but i think maybe a more gentle way to start might be just being with yourself for a week in silence we don't have to be so hardcore about it right away well I don't know. I have a whole thought on that, but we will leave that for another episode because we'd be here for another hour. Are you going to say like, sometimes it's better to just dive in? No. Oh. <laughs> I think that people, well, short answers. I've met a lot of people that have done the ayahuasca trips, trips, and I guess trips. Um, and they, they don't come back with the experience necessarily that they were expecting. Mm. I'll leave it at that. Okay. That's, that's, a, that's a talk for another time. I like this. We're alluding to the next conversation, but I guess to wrap up our question for today, before we spend a couple of minutes over on our Patreon for the people who watch the extended episode would just be, what do you think is the number one thing that is holding people back from achieving their own success or lining up with it? I mean, the short answer is themselves, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like themselves, like this, you people have so many limiting beliefs and lack of, did you just say you people? No, I said people. Oh my God. Because I was <laughs> you I'd be like, people. dang, that's, that's pretty badass right there. You <laughs> people have so many. <laughs> you people don't know what you want and you have limiting beliefs. If you that's cut hardcore. that and make that a really bad like clip, I'll be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, okay, sorry. But yeah, no, I just, again, people have a lot of limiting beliefs about what they can achieve, um, even what's possible. And then, you know, just being afraid that they have to be perfect before they start. Mm-hmm. that's a good one yeah that is definitely a common one they have to be an expert before they can teach it or they have to read all the books and take all the things and research all yeah sometimes mm-hmm. just wanting it can be enough depending on what it is of course you, I don't want my surgeon to be like I just wanted it to be a surgeon I just, <laughs> I just I just walked in here guys <laughs> like that's not what we want but but yeah I don't think there's a there's such a thing as over researching and over um you know, wanting to be perfect before you do the thing. Like you're yeah. never, that's a non-starter. <laughs> Sorry. And the good, the nice thing is too, like if you've ever posted something on social, like with a spelling error or something, like everybody wants to tell you what you did wrong. It really engages people. So <laughs> really <laughs> oh, builds community. Real interesting. Quick. Have you never I wonder done how that? many of those typos are on purpose just to get the engagement up? Oh, the sometimes I, just, I throw in there and I'll be like, right, put the wrong there or something. And people be DM me like, you know, that's the wrong one. I'm like, Oh, really? I didn't notice. Thank you so much. Like, it's kind of entertaining. <laughs> that is hilarious. People do, that. people do that all the time in my emails. So I'll just like send an email. There's a typo and somebody's like, did you know that there's this and this? I'm like, thank you for looking out for my well-being. You are right. just a gem. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, can we talk about your book for a hot second before we go? Like, what's it, what's it called? What's it about? Where can people find it? Yeah. And then we'll, we'll re- redirect them to your website or something too. 
Okay. So yeah, the book is called Get There, Chart Your Course to Financial Abundance and Live the Life You Desire. Uh, and then I also have a course, Stillness to Success, which teaches people how to meditate and then defines their values and gives them all the tools that they need. And they can find everything at kenclidoris.com. Get rich bitches correctly in the show notes. So you guys can find all his stuff and connect with him and work more with him. Oh, this has been fun. This Ken, been do you good. swear? I do. You do? But I've trained myself when a mic's on not to. So <laughs> listen, I train myself not to swear in front of my kids. So when this mic turns on, it's the opposite for me. I'm just like Kelsey has helped me a lot to just like let her rip. Um, I like but I notice every time we swear, he like giggles. So I just want to do it more. <laughs> He's like, guys, the mic's on. <laughs> right? Like, do you not know what happens when the mic's on? Like, shh. <laughs> oh, this is funny. Okay, so uh, go check Ken out. He is so fun and so like obviously knowledgeable and and can help out a lot and help you get rich. So no, I'm just kidding. I don't want to say that, but I really, I'm really interested in your book. I'm gonna go check it out. I hope you guys do too. Thank you so much, Ken, for being here. Uh, go check him out on his website. We're going to link all the stuff. Instagram too. Did you mention Instagram? Yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll link all of that. Kelsey, close us out. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Live your best life, everyone. Stop getting in your own way. We love you. Have a great week. We'll see you on Patreon. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning into the show and being a part of our High Vibe Net community. Make sure if you're loving this episode or any episode to subscribe. Every week we're coming out with new content for you guys. And you can also join our email list. So lindsayrobinson.com, kelseyaida.com. We send email reminders every week about the episodes if you want to be also in the loop that way. And be sure to connect with us on social at lindsayrobinson and at kelseyaida. And of course, if you guys want to join the Patreon to get bonus content, extended episodes on video and exclusive hangouts and things that we only give to our VIPs, you can join at patreon.com slash high vibe. You can start for as little as three bucks a month. So super easy, super quick and super fun to be there. Also leave us a review. If you guys love this episode or any of our episodes, go tell us about it in the reviews and share with a friend that needs it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week and have a great one. 